Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of His View. I'm your host, Burke McGee. So today, I want to talk about the, the obvious situation that, um, that I felt that kind of went silent for a little bit, but I want to bring it back to the light, and that's Brianna Taylor. So for those of you who do not know, I'll give you just a, a little bit of information. Uh, Brianna Taylor was shot and killed in her own home. Um, the police was looking for someone who wasn't at this address. And um, yeah, it was a sad situation. So before diving too much into it, um, I want to go ahead and kind of start the show. But also, I want to give you all a little back history of His View. His View is an episode and a podcast to where we have black men. We get on here and we talk about real life situations, everything that's going on in today's time. So I want to go ahead and introduce my guests, which they're not really guests, but I'm going to start with Callie. Hey, what's going on, cuz? Uh, Darrell D.C. Coleman, morning show host here in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area out uh, on the West Coast, a couple other places. Uh, you can catch me on Arrow 106 KMEL, also V101 up in uh, Sacramento, man. Just happy to be here with my fam. Yes, sir. Thank you, D. Then I'm going to go down to Detroit. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Mr. Porter. You can call me Danan. I am, I don't even know what kind of job title I have. <laughs> I have two jobs. Um, uh, executive producer, producer, performer, uh, composer, uh, and model. Person. So, everything. Whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm doing. About to be acting, but whatever. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I think I'm about to retire and just act. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Got so, uh, man, look, fellas, um, this is a very, um, you know, sad situation. Um, as I told you, you all before, you know, the Breonna Taylor situation was basically they was looking for the ex-boyfriend, not the current boyfriend. Um, so apparently the ex-boyfriend was apparently using Breonna Taylor's address. So they had a warrant to go to this particular address. And like I said before, there's a no knock, meaning that they can actually enter your house without even knocking, just going to your house. Well, at the time, it was Brianna and her current boyfriend. So the current boyfriend thought somebody was breaking in. So, of course, well, we, you know, it's late at night, somebody breaking in. You say something, nobody saying on the back. He shot. And so uh, in return, the police just unleashed a, a ring of fire, which ended up killing Breonna Taylor. Um, moving forward, not only is that situation is, is, is enough within itself, moving forward, uh, her mom gets there and it's over two hours before she can even know that her daughter is dead, before she can even see anything, can't even get into the house or nothing. So the mom said that the police gave her a runaround. They told her, hey, you know, she's in the ambulance going to the hospital. The mom goes to the hospital the daughter's not at the hospital. So the mom goes back to the house, like, hey, what's going on? They say my daughter's not there. The mom said automatically, she automatically knew that something bad had happened. Something bad had happened. So she said that they sent out, um, I guess, a spokesman to come talk to her and kind of, you know, I guess, calm her down and just tell her, no, look, something, you know, there was shots fired, somebody got hurt. But she noticed that the coroner was bringing a bag to the van and then the van drove off. Then they allowed her to go into the house only to find out that there was her daughter in the van that drove off. So we're here. And me personally, I just want to go around and get, uh, first let's get your opinions on the beginning of the situation 
And then let's talk about the situation of the fact of the, the runaround that they gave the mom. Let's start with you, Denon. Um, well, first to me, I mean, the first thing that came to mind was obviously foul play because what police are known for doing, if they want to clean something up, they got to keep people away from the crime scene, right? Mm-hmm. So it's got to be almost done a certain way before they can come back. What I think, I think what they did is probably, we, if we're looking at excessive, uh, excessive force all the time when something happened, I would be hard-pressed to think that it was excessive force even more so when it came to them shooting. Because when they get to shooting, if you notice, they ain't just shooting one time. They ain't shooting two times. Like, in the clip. They empty in the clip and reloading and empty. So if somebody shot, which he do, you know, I would have done the same thing. Um, I believe they probably just unloaded and they had to clean that up. That sounds like a cleanup job. It don't even sound like they, you know what I'm saying? She, she, she obviously knew something was up because everybody was there. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to not know that was, I think her mother, with, with, with a mother's instinct, she probably knew. But I think they was trying to clean that up. It just sounded like we won't know because of the blue wall. Right. You know, we won't yeah. know because of that. But it sounded like more foul play. But not, you know, just to, just to end that, I think my, for, for us, we have to do a better job of protecting our women, period. Because a choice like that, it was just a choice of a person that she dated. This is just an ex-boyfriend. And the first thing that they'll do is they try to throw that out there and they'll try to find whatever is wrong with that and they'll try to make it somebody's fault, right? Whoever this person was, he didn't protect her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you decided mm-hmm. to do whatever. You didn't, he didn't protect her, and that's on us. That starts with us. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get that out the way. We already know our faults. We're going to know our faults. But it just sounds like to me, outside of that, if we if we – when you're in a situation like that, he was trying to protect his home and he shot and they end up getting everybody. Because the boyfriend died too, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Nah. He didn't? Mm-mm. Nah, they, I think they, uh, they, they end up uh, arresting him for, right. because his gunshot, um, the, the shot he fired actually hit an officer. So they end up arrest, arresting him for shooting a police officer. Is he still in jail? Or is no. He- no. Okay. He shouldn't be. So we, We'll know. We'll, he'll know. He'll be able to say what happened. Mm-hmm. The real truth is there with him. And I think when this actually goes to some sort of real trial, we'll find out more. So it's, it's all speculation, but I, to me, it sounds like a cleanup job. You know? Yeah. A friend of mine was killed, and they moved the body. That was the people in the club. They moved the body because it was foul play with what happened inside the club. So they can make up whatever story they want if you move the body. All right. You know what I mean? So yeah, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's crazy, man. That's just what it sounded like to me. That's crazy. D? Uh, everything about this story is just wild, right? Because you have, first of all, there's no knock warrant, which we'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. But the police just, with really just, uh, uh, and you don't get to just do raids because you want to, right, as an independent officer, right? This is coming down through a judge that you're getting the warrant from. This is coming through commanding officers and all this other stuff. So all of the checks and balances that 
should have been done obviously weren't done that led to those police at that door going in that door getting shot at shooting back and then murdering this young woman so a lot of the discourse has been around holding the officers accountable for the death of Breonna Taylor and and I want to take that up a notch and I want to ask for the judge I want to ask for the sergeant. I want to ask for the lieutenant, for the captain and the chief who all signed off on all of this that even led to this, you know, being able to, to go and, and happen like that. To your point, Denon, also, absolutely, uh, you know, the ex-boyfriend did a horrible job of, of protecting that woman because he's the one who was using her address um, mm-hmm. for some shenanigans, mm-hmm. right? And had it not been for him putting her in that position, she may, may, you know, still be here with us. So there's a lot of people to hold accountable, right? But Mm -hmm. (laughs) what what then is even wilder is you go in the house, the dude shoots the police officer, police officer goes down, you arrest him. When you arrested him, you knew he wasn't the man who you wanted. Mm -hmm. You got photos, right? You knew who you were going there for, allegedly. So when you got him and you knew that wasn't him, why was he arrested in hell for days before he got out? Right. Before they decided that they weren't going to hold those charges on him. Right. Because they was going to try to pin some BS on him. Had there not been a national outrage, had maybe George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery not uh, just been murdered and this thing carried over and had, you know, we live in a social media age and a digital age and everybody got the information in their hands. Had it not been for that, what kind of ways would they be using to bury this situation from us knowing about it? Because they tried to bury him. That's why they arrested him. Mm-hmm. They obviously tried to bury the evidence about her, which is why they snuck her out the back door. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think, it, it, I think it, it's interesting. I think the crazy thing with this situation is for one, she was an essential worker EMS. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, one she, like, I mean, dude, she literally worked to save lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you turn to another part of society, which is a police officer who is supposed to protect and serve. Supposed to, but right, but obviously, you know, that didn't happen. I, I think, I think for me, like you said, uh, you know, uh, the non and DC, the the thing for me was the fact that. You sign off on a warrant that allows you to enter someone's house late at night. And if, and if I read it correctly, I think it was said sometime maybe after midnight. So it's like you're already entering a situation that's sketchy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if you walking into somebody's house, would you say, Don? What is what is the what was the warrant for? Like the, the my thing is like what warrant are you trying to serve at twelve o'clock at night? They try so so the the deal was that they was trying to they said that they know that um if they go in daylight or if they move in the earlier part of the day that it alarm drug dealers that they can move and hide evidence. So their objective was to creep in at night and hopefully to find something. But my thing was, if you was doing a surveillance that you supposed to do, right? Then you would have known that this guy was never at this address. Maybe he was only using the address. You know what I'm saying? But you 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 didn't do you didn't do that footwork, 
You know what I'm saying? You didn't do that. You seen that he was using it. Okay, well, we're going to go pop up on him because this is the address. And then you creep into somebody's house at 12 at midnight. What do you, like, what do you expect is going to happen? Yeah. You yeah. know? And it's easy for them to try to put blame on the board and say, oh, well, he shot first. Like, what am I supposed to do if I have somebody creeping into right. my house at 12 o'clock at night? Like, right. I need to defend my house. Right. I'm so, shooting. I'm shooting. I don't care. Right. So I, I think... I think for me, it's like, like, I think if you're already there, this is my take. If you're already there at midnight, okay, you're surrounding the house, acknowledge yourself. Where can he go? You know what I'm saying? If, if the person was at that address, where can he go if you pop up and you surround the house and you acknowledge yourself? Where can he go? Mm-hmm. You know, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, they, didn't, what? they didn't identify themselves at all. No, no, and oh, oh, let me add this in before you come in. They was in plain clothes. Oh yeah, yeah, plain yeah. clothes. What's interesting? What's interesting is that there are things like this uh, that change uh, the way that fools operate forever. Right now, there's a law uh, in in uh, in Louisville now that says. Oh well, you you can't use no knock warrants anymore. I would, I would, really be interested to know if this is the first time that that's happened. Oh yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. Is it the first time that y'all went in the wrong house mm-hmm. because you didn't get all the information? Because obviously, you know, Burke, like you said, and and like I said earlier, this went down a chain of folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And y'all supposedly, yeah, I had all this information. Oh, he there, and we looked, and obviously you didn't, right? So is it the first time it happened? Probably not. Now that we know that, and y'all, y'all got pressure on you to change the law, the reason why the law changed so fast is because you knew that was out of pocket in the first place. Yep. Well, the, the other thing that we're watching is white people changing stuff because the, the spotlight is on them. Right. So you got to be very careful about what we're asking for. We need to start being specific because it's like they care about stuff when the light is on. Right. You got other countries and everybody else protesting and doing all of these things. And now it's like, well, we got to change something or we better look like we're doing something or we right. ain't. So that's a start with changing the, without, with changing the law. That's a start. But it, it doesn't, it doesn't like, to me, it don't do me. No, it don't make me feel better. First of all, until they're treated like murderers. Number one. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, they need to be arrested. They need to be. And the judge need to lose their job. Complete. Complete. This is just. Let's just. Okay, I was just following the law. You know what? Maybe you can be a little bit more lenient on the judge. But at the end of the day, you're serving a warrant at midnight. You're saying that you're doing this. You didn't watch the house because you don't know if they're coming or going. So then you're going in there with guns up because you think that's the only way that they know how to be. They only know how to go in somewhere with guns, mm-hmm. right? So you're not properly trained. You're not doing it by, by – and we probably should get – you know, I know a couple of people we could ask that are like cops and how protocol actually goes when it comes to that, right? Mm-hmm. And find it out. Like, that's what we need to do. It's like, how did this supposed to go? Because then we'll know without a shadow of a doubt what they did completely wrong, right? Because right now, everybody is like, well, you know, why'd you go in and this, is that? 
All right, so if you're serving a warrant at that time, man, like, listen, they changing laws based on them being in trouble. And that don't mm-hmm. always make me feel comfortable. Right. You're changing it after the fact. You just today, it was an old guy that was standing outside that the police arrested. I just saw a video and they arrested this guy because he yeah. was waiting at Western Union or something. Yes. And he said, well, you look like you was doing something. Then they asked me. If you ask me too many times what I'm doing, I'm a head bunch on your mouth, then we're going to jail. I'm that's right. just, that's why I don't like having conversations with police. Right, right. I don't like having that's why I don't do a lot of talking, because it's like, no, 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 that's wrong. Me and you gonna have an issue. Right. Most right. men have that mentality. Yeah, yeah. We have that mentality. They lucky at this point that we only asking. Well, well, I mean, we 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 are asking for things, Danan, uh, but we also, and I had I, I've I've had a, a lot of long conversations about this. We also went and busted some stuff up. Yes. Yeah. Here in here in Oakland, uh, you know, I went out and, and documented the first night of the protests, mm-hmm. and fools were upset. Yeah. And what happens when people are upset and they didn't ask you too many times is. They about to go act a nut. Yeah, you 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 seen that Tupac interview? Was, Tupac said something where it was like, you know, you're knocking on the door and you outside. We shall come. We hungry. We hungry. And then the next time, it's like, please let us in. Please let us in. And then after that, it's kicking the door, waving the phone for like we, you know. So I'm saying it's like, how much can we take? I agree. I'm almost at the point of now you attacking. We watching our women be attacked. Right. We've seen, we see what they call Karens. They are, they, the reason they act like that is because they know that they have the privilege to act like that. Mm-hmm. They say something, then they act like they're the victim. Right. You say something, right. now you're the victim. As soon as you get checked, you're the victim. Because they know that the cops, they came over and this lady just did this and they was rubbing the lady back and they like, well, we got her on video calling this dude out and calling him out his name and he did this and she tried to hit him with a car, whatever that thing was. Right, right. They turn to the victim. We don't have that kind of protection. We got to start showing that kind of protection. For our, they need to be afraid of what will happen to them if they do something to at least mm-hmm. the women. That, these are the women that raise us. These are the women that nurture us. These are the women that carry us for nine months. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the first. Lo- there is no us without them, right? So we got to set a standard first of all with how we treat them because I. Myself, we we talked about this earlier, was was you know being a a single person, a single man. It makes me more be like, okay, I need to ground myself into a family because that's where it starts. We got to have family units. It's too right. many out here. They shouldn't be having to date so many others. They shouldn't have to go through so many things. We got to really go back to like building families. That's just what we, let me know, like when I have these conversations, the one thing I like to do is like, I want to focus a lot of attention on what we have to do as black men. Mm-hmm. Cause I can tell you what I didn't do. And I didn't do a lot of things right. Right. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a, I grew up in a, in, in a, in a complete family, but then I grew, and then I, as in my adult life, I'm in the industry. So I'm treating everything like that. Right. Right. So I didn't do it right. And now being older and recognizing and seeing all this is like the first thing that it made me say is like, man, my man was trying to protect this girl. He gets, 
she gets killed. And they can hide everything and they think it's okay because there's no consequence to them killing her. Mm. Right? What what does that say? What's the consequence? Right? They don't feel like it's no consequence. They Not just say doing their job. Mm-hmm. Your job is to do the investigation correctly. Your job is to surveil, sub- do surveillance on the place you're supposed to be doing. Police kicked our door in one time, B, looking for my brother. And I hit a cop. Hit him. Because I thought he was breaking in. It was 7 o'clock at night. I thought they was breaking up, breaking in. Knocked me out, and I hit the cop. And then he turned around and sued me. Or tried to. hey hey listen listen before we before we go too deep man i want to um i want to take a a quick break but just before i do i want to show um this video um and i i stumbled across this on social media and i'm just gonna be upfront with you like i've been um i've probably been listening to this thing every day like every single day um it was two artists um, one was an illustrator, one was an, an actual uh, musician that put a video together and they made a song off the dying words of the victims. Mm. And uh, man, it was it was so crazy. So I know we're going to play a, a snippet of that and then we'll go into commercial break and I'll see y'all in a little bit. Why are you following me? Please don't let me die. It's not real Why'd you shoot me? I did nothing Oh, officer, please I can't breathe What's up, family? This is Corey Ricks And I want y'all to go out and support my new single, Can't Hold Me Featuring PJ Martin and produced by the BMGs and Reggie Nick Listen, we wanted to make sure that we put some music to go along with the movement because black lives matter. Y'all share it, like it, repost it, let everybody that you know know about this because we want this thing to go mainstream. Thank y'all for all the love and support that y'all have been showing me thus far. I really, really, really appreciate that. Y'all be blessed, you know? Yeah. Hard being black, cause they judge you by your color Never get to know your story, judge a book by its cover Trust me, I feel your struggle, little brother I'm from the gutter, we gotta learn to support Instead of killing each other Listen up, America All we want is justice Police steady killing us So either they arrest us I'm just speaking my mind I ain't trying to be violent Oppression is depressing No more being silent Gotta take a stand with this power in my hand And I'm serious as a heart attack Oh no, I ain't playing Strategizing, I plan Hope you hear what I'm Saying, won't be treated how we treated like a man. I'm just saying, speak for those in poverty. We won't see equality. They say it can't be done as robbery. Don't lie to me. Hit the change laws, speak it into existence. Divided we fall together, we gon' make a difference. Listen, all of this time, all we've been through, still no love coming from you. Ooh, but you can't hold You are the heart of New Orleans, and Talk Dad Nola keeps the blood pumping with news, 
culture, sports, and music from local artists. One thing you know for sure is that you can always count on us for accurate news and information that informs and entertains. You're the heart of New Orleans, and at WTDN, Talk Dad Nola, we keep the blood pumping. Put your right hand over your bullet, wound and never trust the poison blue or there will be prison till we can change the rules. Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, I know you all seen a little snippet of that video. Um, so I just want to ask you guys, man. Um, how do y'all? What do y'all think about that, man? What What do y'all think about that? Um, I, I wish I'd have thought of it. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, I think when you like, one thing I've noticed is that a lot of this has has sparked a lot more. It's forced people to have better content when they're doing things. Yeah. I think that's important because club records don't sound the same as some of these people right now, I'm sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, club records hit no. different when the world is trying to, you know, do something to right. themselves. I think it's beautiful um, to see that. But, it, you know, it's, it's scary because when you look at the words and how that's happening, I still hear them. You know what I mean? That's the one thing that you remember about each video. So it's a little, it's a little tough to watch too, but yeah, brilliant at the same time. I'll say this to your point, uh, Denon. It is crazy that somebody would send me like club records right now. Uh-huh. Like yeah. as a as a radio personality, like people hitting me and they're like, "Oh man, you know, uh, I got this new joint. It's you know, whoopty whoop about whooping a chick and you know what I'm saying, shooting and this and that." And I'm like, "Bro, like I don't think you reading the room right now, man." Right, yeah. like <laughs> I don't think you really get it when when you got cats like little baby putting out records that Bruh. are like, Bruh. uh, impactful, uh, thoughtful uh, songs about the things that are going on right now. Like it's not the time to, to dance and kick it and keep it all the way a buck. Uh, ain't no dancing and kicking it going on anyway. The clubs is closed, fam. Clubs, clubs closed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> unless you, unless you, unless you in your your own bathroom, or, uh, a shower. That that's about it. So you know, uh, it 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 is, um, it is becoming more um, normalized for people to make thoughtful music again. And I appreciate kind of what's 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 going on now. It's sad that it it takes uh, times like these to get to that. But I mean, there's a lot of creatives that are making some really great work right now because they're inspired by not necessarily the loss of life but the inspiration that can come from it and the change that can come from it. Mm-hmm. i say this, man. Um, man, my wife, I've been driving my wife crazy, man, because I've literally been playing that like every day, all day, been singing it. Uh, I think the thing for me was, it was when I saw it, as painful as it was to watch it, mm-hmm. it's like, this is what we're really going through right now. Like, there's a song made off people dying in words. Mm-hmm. It's like, how crazy. And the crazy thing about it, if I'm pretty sure that if, if, if this particular artist wanted to extend this song, the song would be way much more longer than that with the right. words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's still things that are happening today. 
but um, you know, not to defer from the the subject in hand. Let me let me ask you all because I know Dana, you you made a good point in the beginning about protecting our women, mm-hmm. and I and I, I kind of want to you know with, with with this Breonna Taylor situation, you know, I, I know a boyfriend. A lot of people took he took a lot of heat because he fired the first shot, yeah, and I'm sure. I'm thinking I'm thinking to myself like, what was he what was he supposed to do? Like if you're saying hey, who's there, and nobody is saying nothing, yeah. It's like it's like, how am I supposed to know that these are police? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, how he did. I, he did what he was supposed to do, Bert. Right. And that that that's what it really comes down to is there 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 is no blame or shame that goes on that man because he protected his girl. He protected the other woman who was in the home at that point. You know, if somebody steps their foot across that threshold, you know, uh, and, and and you got folks, your family in the home, you do what you need to do. But the other is, thing is, if you if you watch the narrative of how it play out, change the color of these people, and then put it on the news, and they would have been calling him a hero. Oh yeah, right. Most definitely. So almost definitely, he came to the rescue of his of his girlfriend, of yeah, his wife. Man, man does a courageous act. Like man, listen, he did what any person would have done that had a firearm in their home, and that is what you get a firearm in your home for. Exactly. Right. Exactly. What else was he supposed to do? If I say, who is that? Right? If I don't see nobody on the camera, if dogs ain't going crazy, and unless you deaf or mute, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. Nine times out of ten, it's not going to turn out that good. And, oh, let me bring this up, too. The the officer, there, there hasn't been any charges filed against the officer. Um, is, yeah, the only is, thing that happened... And I was just telling my wife, the only thing that happened was he was terminated um, on the grounds of that the police force did not agree. They, they felt that he broke procedures. He didn't follow procedures. Um, but also he has a hearing coming up that will allow him to argue or, or argue the fact of how and why he should still have his job. I'm like, like so how is this possible? That's what I'm trying to say. We, where, we, we have to set a precedent from here out. That is not tolerated in any sense. No death is no no death is no good. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. But and I, and like I say, I, I'm I'm guilty of not doing my part. I'm guilty of not doing my. I mean, my family. When it comes to my family, we all, you know. But it puts put life in perspective for me. And I and I and I hate to come back to this constantly, but it's like, yo, we got to set a precedence because she, he loses a pension and she loses his life. She lives her life. That made me want to go do something to the man myself. At some point, they have to understand, all right, enough is enough, and we're not tolerating no more. It shouldn't be – we're not going to get to the point where we ask no questions. I'm not I'm – not, I don't even feel like that. I don't feel like that no more. I don't feel like – I'm not going to go march. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Some people are going to be like, okay, guess what? It's eye for an eye. Mm-hmm. That's where we get into. We get into that point. I'm not saying uh, that we're not trying to start race wars. We're trying to end one. But if you keep right. doing certain stuff to me, if you're choking me and you're doing this and you're doing that, eventually, we we gonna do. Like what else? What what else do you want to have? You to keep on. And, and, and in response to you, DC, I um I will say this with those right. I like. I had to literally sit down and watch everything. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there were 
some people that took advantage. Absolutely. Took advantage of the situations. But Absolutely. I would say this. My response to the rioting and the looting is this. None of this would happen. None of this wouldn't be happening if we change. If, if, if we change the beginning, the beginning is, listen, I'm human just like you. Mm-hmm. My skin color shouldn't cause, it, should, it shouldn't, why is it, why is it scaring you? You like to watch me shoot basketball. Yeah, you like yeah, to right. watch me run track. Yeah. You love to watch me play football. Yeah. And you love to watch me swing a golf club. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I'm not doing these things, I'm a threat to you. Well, I mean, we have to look, and, and, and this is where, this is where uh, white people have been grinding my gears lately. Uh, uh, specifically. Oh, you going through it at work. <laughs> uh, oh, bruh, bruh. Uh, what, what's, what's super interesting is this is not, none of this is by chance. We didn't get here by chance, right? How we got here was structural and institutional racism. How we got here was uh, not necessarily reconstructing through the reconstruction period. How we got here was when y'all decided you were going to redline our cities and put us in certain sections and then say that, you know, our uh, income, our, our housing taxes are the only things that pay for our schools. So since our houses are worth less, then our schools aren't going to get the same amount of money. So you put us over in these corners and things develop over time, right? Mm-hmm. So then we get to the neighborhood situation that we're in right now to where people got to fend and fight for themselves just to be able to get up, right? Because we're not that far out of segregation, right? We know this, you know what I'm saying? We know where our family is from, you know? We know what they had to scrape and do to be able to get what it was that they got mm-hmm. and how we got to the places that we are right now. But a lot of what, what happens outside in these neighborhoods is on purpose. So mm-hmm. uh, Brianna's ex-boyfriend uh, or whatever selling dope, he not he he didn't get to to dope selling on accident, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got the dope selling because that's how y'all set us up to get to mm-hmm. from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. I, and, and let me and let me put this out there too. It's really interesting when the NRA decides to show up about gun rights <laughs> because because <laughs> this black man in his house who shot a weapon to protect his home, right? You would right. think maybe they would show up and they would advocate him and they would speak on his behalf but they're not doing that they too busy letting folks run up on state capitals with ak-47s and advocating for that not because you know uh uh they've been put in dangerous situations and had to fend for their own lives but when you don't got the complexion for the protection you know what i'm saying you end up in the situations you win it's funny i I just i I read i came across this uh this comment that said black people have been fighting for equality while white people have been building equity. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And yes. the thing is, they they do not understand our cry, our plea, our frustration. Uh, they, they they don't get it. And it's like, it's like, listen, stop talking and just listen. Just watch. You know, like you don't you don't have to be physically in the presence of cities. You can, it's the power of social media, the power of a cell phone, the power of the Internet. You can all these things are, are right here in front of you that you can see these things today and from 400 some years. Well, Burke, I mean, Burke, the, the white people have been walking in the grocery store. But damn near. And somehow in 2020, we just now get an Aunt Jemima off the shelf. 
Mm. So, so <laughs> they know what racism is. Yeah. They know what they know what it is, and they know why it's there. But now, when it's in your face, and somebody busting a window at your car dealership, now it's all all of a sudden. Well, what can I do to help you guys? You could have helped us before this happened. Yeah, I think the yeah. other the other thing, that, just to speak to that, is like okay, when we know that they have all of these outlets to be able to see it. That's like me saying, okay, I, I had the opportunity to go to school and I decided not to go to school that day, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, people say this sometimes and they use it sometimes in, in, you know, in relationship matters or things like that. It's like, oh, well, you know, you, you, people do what they want to do when they want to do it. They put time in what they want to put, in top, put time into. So they do what they want to do when they want to do it or when it's on their front door or front, front step. I, for one, am at the point of exhaustion I don't have any more explanation for to explain to a white person that's a grown person how you supposed to know this and how this is going. It's very obvious what's happening. And you want me to take my time after I've been living it for 40 years. <laughs> right? So you want me to take more time, take mm-hmm. you to school because you don't want to go do the work that it takes to understand why it's wrong, even though it's obvious in common sense. But then you have the better job. So how is it that you're able to do all of these other things and grow in all these other things and think that you actually worked to get there and it hasn't been any kind of system set up for you to get there, but you don't want to take the time to even learn what's obvious? That kind of tells me, like, you don't care to learn. You don't care. You don't care. Well, that's what privilege is. Yeah, so I don't care no more about – it don't matter no more about if they get it. You're going to, now you got to start getting it. Mm-hmm. There's no more. I don't care if they get it no more. Now you're going to get it. Because I've been trying to tell you. And now I'm sick of you. Yeah. Period. It's, 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 we're, not, we're, hey. we're watching. We're literally watching. There is, the only thing that's happening is whether we want to believe it or not. Eventually God says, okay, enough of this. You got to get out the way. <laughs> God, yeah. do the, God do this on his own. Right? We do have our issues. We have our issues with how we treat ourselves, how we take our health serious. You can put healthy food in front of a person and they completely ignore it. You can mm-hmm. put right education in front of a person and they completely ignore it. You can give a person everything. We do have work to do ourselves. I get that. But at some point in time, God be like, okay, enough of this. This got to go. And that's really right. what we're watching. People are panicking because they realize if you look at politics and you look at all this stuff, they let a fool in there. And we got these laws and all these things set up because you got judges that don't have laws. To have a no-knock warrant. That's it's, crazy. It's the craziest thing in the world. I never understood it in the first place. Never, I'm a cop. If I'm a cop, damn, you mean tell me I got to run up in here and I don't know what he got in here? Right. And all I got to do is exactly. take the fur in and shoot. And then now I'm going to shoot a baby and the baby gets shot or a young lady die. And then we in the wrong house. And now, I, and then we expect now the cop got to go home too, <laughs> and then he need therapy, and he mm-hmm. and he don't even go to therapy because he right. too, he don't even know how to handle himself, right? We're at a point where we need to be specific. I'll say this again: we got to be specific of what we're asking for. Yes, no, no, not one. But you know what? It's time to vote. You know what I'm thinking about right now? I have been doing for the last week has been looking at the people that I need to vote for in this area and in everywhere that I live to change that. Because damn, I'm a president. Yep. Damn, I'm a president. I don't care nothing about him no more. 
He's been in office since I don't know how long. And it's, I've seen other artists say, man, I'd rather vote for him. Well, I'm not with you, right? <laughs> but I also don't care no more. Because now I care about the judge that if I get pulled over, I, bro, I had, I had got pulled over going to my office. They said I had a warrant in a whole nother city. And when I got to the thing, I said, man, I didn't know nothing about this. It was like, well, I don't even understand how it was. First, she talking to me. She was like, I don't even understand how this is. It's like a civil thing. Like, do you owe somebody something? I said, people try to sue me all the time and be old stuff. I don't know. It could be from an old business. I don't know. She was like, well, what do you do? We having a conversation in court. Then the next thing, you know, I watched this lady put four people away except for the white boy. A white girl came in. The little white girl didn't even, she skipped the line. Her and her lawyer walked up. They, they heard their case. I was almost the last person. She starts having a conversation with me and then puts me on three months probation. I said, wait a minute. We just, we just established that right. this right. happened. We was vibing. We was just established that it. And it was like, then she said something. She said, this is man. I said, I don't know why this. She said, did I actually? I said, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no. Right. Let's what not do that now. Asked? I said, hold on. No, I don't care. Like, what do you mean? And the, then the lawyer looked at me and I was like, man, what is you talking about? You don't talk to me like that. Three months probation. Right? Damn the president. I want the racist people that don't like me, that think that they could talk to me whatever kind of way because they put a robe on. And then I seen the same lady at the bar around the corner. My office around the corner. I seen her at the bar. I seen her and I was like, <laughs> I should send her a whole bunch of shots and get her drunk. Right? I should. I was like, and then call the police on her. I was thinking all kind of stuff. It's like, I want them out of there. Yeah. So we got to start doing what we really need to do. And what we need to do is fix the little circle that we have. Advocate from the ground floor up. It's too big to be thinking about the president. Right. I agree. I start, agree. If I'm, I'm going to take over, if I'm going to take over an organization, I'm going to start with the smallest person and go in and you're going to do it. That's the way it works. Start with the smallest person, move to the next, move to the next, and then infiltrate. Mm -hmm. We got to stop all of this. We got to stop. You know? So, in closing, in closing, and this is something like I always like to go around because I like to give the people that are listening. I want to give just a few seconds for some, some take-home advice. People that are watching this, um, what can we give them just a few seconds of take-home advice? What can we give them from watching this show today? Uh, Danan just said it, uh, and I, I say it on the radio all the time. Uh, you can, the difference between you talking about the president and what the, what the larger government is doing and the people who you can walk up to their office and knock on the door, those are the people who you need to be talking to about change, uh, instituting change and your neighborhoods. If that pothole been there 10 years and you ain't went and voted, you need to vote that city council member out and get somebody in there who gonna fix it. That's mm -hmm. really what it comes down to. No nothing government is our fault as a people. And if we don't take a chance to change it, then, you know, we, we, we gonna have this thing happen over and over again. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. take, I, I would say just take the legs from these people. You take their legs from up on them. And the way you do that is, if you, I don't care if you, I don't really believe in Democrat or Republican. I don't really care. I care I, I, it's like, take the legs from them. And the way you do that is, it's 10 people in your neighborhood that you know. Those 10 people know another person. Everybody take a day. And let, if, we, if you can make a, a plan to go have a party, a black party, you can make a plan to go vote at the same time. And y'all mm -hmm. should vote for, you need to be calling whoever that mayor is, whatever. 
no, no, no. Come over here at seven o'clock. We having a meeting and yep. everybody on my block having a meeting. You need to be here if you want to be the mayor. Yep. Take the, if you want to be the governor, come over here and do this. Take the right. leg from them. Because if you got all of the right people in the right places, the president don't care nothing about the judge. They don't care nothing about no, no not warning. They don't even know what that is. Mm-mm. They don't know. Take the legs from them. Start from the ground floor. And I'm not saying voting is the only thing. Secondly, protect our women. That's that's my whole message. I gotta I gotta do that now. I have to. I gotta treat them better. I gotta be better when it comes to them. I gotta be better because man, this didn't have to happen. Mm-mm. It didn't have and to happen to this young lady. It didn't have to happen. And we get a conversation you. about they still ain't been locked up. Where all mm-hmm. of the dudes, where all of the street dudes that talk all of that tough stuff? That's where a good point. That's a good point. You know? So somebody need to be tied up. <laughs> <laughs> so look, man, uh man, I, I, I say this, man. To to my fam, bro. Love y'all. Thank y'all so much for joining me. Um, I definitely wanted to to give the viewers some some different perspectives from different area codes. Um, listen, um, in closing, man, we're gonna uh, end with showing this video. I want you all to see this full video. Uh, man, listen, um, look us up, talkthatnola.com. Make sure you like this post, you share it, view it, send it to whoever. I wanna try to get as much knowledge on these situations. Let's keep pressing, because Breonna Taylor's situation is still alive. Like, nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. She, it's, it's still unsolved. The case is still open. It's still open, y'all. So thank y'all so much for joining us today. We love you. God bless. See y'all later. Y'all be safe. Put your right hand over your bullet wound and never trust the poison blue. There will be prison till we can change the rules. Oh, I pledge allegiance to the flag of horses Hiding with the badge or we living in the present or the past A BAM Network Production